Welcome to Monger Mayhem. Kay Martinez is our guest today. My OG. She is the first female powerlifter I had in Iron Mongers. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you could tell them about how you tried to come sell me or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't the case, but um, somebody had told me about your gym, and I just so happened to be working uh, for a stretching company at the time. So I was like, okay, this would be the perfect opportunity to go and meet Rick and see about powerlifting because at the time I was very interested. So uh, I went to your gym and I was very intimidated um, because it's just powerlifting is scary. But um, yeah, I think I was the first female powerlifter you've ever had. So you were very, um, what is the word? I don't know. Intimidating. I get that (laughs) a lot. But I remember, like I said, you came in and I remember you were trying to sell me on your stretching thing. <laughs> and I was like, nah, you need to be in here as a power lifter. And then you, you signed up for the gym. <laughs> I didn't sign up for any stretching. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it went down. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh, <clears throat> I was kind of going over your powerlifting history on Open Powerlifting Watch. And it's pretty cool to see. I mean, all right. So, Kay, you started when... I think it was 2014 was your first meet. Mm-hmm. It was Long Beach, right? Yes. Yep. You uh, had a 683 total. I didn't look at the single list, but 683 total. And then after that, I remember you being you know pretty hooked at that point. And you have that natural strength. And then we found out you become a meet day lifter. Like <laughs> a lot of the lifters that I end up uh, end up coaching, you know, for those first couple. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. We did a couple. We did a couple more meets in between. But you have eleven meets over four years, and your best meet was 2017. I don't. Oh, Anaheim. That's what it was. Yeah, you put up a thousand forty-one total, and I was looking at your rankings for that year. You were number twenty-four in the world, which is pretty good, raw. Number sixteen in the U.S. and number eight in the USPA. So. Pretty damn good. <clears throat> However, your best Wilkes was your last powerlifting meet that you've done, which was San Diego Fit Expo. You did 1,036, but you did it at a weight class, you know, lighter, 181, 423. That was pretty cool. Um, your best numbers, 424 squat, 209 bench, and a 418 deadlift. Your 209 bench held up in the gym for a long time, too, until <laughs> yeah, Christina had broke it. But, uh, but anyways, <clears throat> yeah, so I don't know. Tell me, again, this is to kind of sh- show people or, you know, let people in the gym see where other people come from, you know, because this is like we have such a range, you know, beginners to intermediate all the way to advanced lifters, but nobody starts there. And you would definitely start falling into that intermediate advanced lifter. Um, and I think people, you know, kind of want to know like your journey, like, tell me, tell me what you've thought since, you know, you started lifting with us and you've, again, you've done 11 meets. That's actually a lot of meets, you know, in four years, you coach people now every once in a while, you notice you help handle at meets. I mean, you've done a lot in the powerlifting world. So, uh, over the last four years. So again, tell me, tell me your journey and what you like about it or, or what you don't like about it. Okay. So, um, 
when I started lifting, I think powerlifting is the first exercise I've ever exercised sport <laughs> I've ever done because as you know, I am a single mom of four and I had my first when I was 16. So I kind of just had been dealing with that and trying to raise my kids and be a parent. And so after I had left my kid's dad, I, um, one of my coworkers had told me, Kay, you should start going to the gym. I think it would really help you, motivate you, just overall make your life better. So that's what I did. I started doing a lot of cardio. And I mean a lot of cardio, about two hours a day. <laughs> that's how, well, if you go back to Kay's Instagram, you'll see her, see her doing her single leg pistol squats on like some weird ass benches. I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah, my deadlifts with um, straps and gloves. And Pretty gloves horrible. <laughs> Okay, but um, you know, and then going to the gym every day, you start seeing the same people. You start making friends. And um, at 24, at the time I was working at the 24 in Vista, I made some friends who got me into lifting because I was pretty timid at the time to lift weights. And once I did start lifting weights, I just became fascinated with the fact of being strong. And I told myself that I want to be able to go into the gym and lift more than the guys are lifting. Did you, so did you see yourself as strong, like kind of to begin with? Mm. Or it was just something like, no, I want to be able to be strong. I didn't really, I wasn't strong at all. Um, the first time I ever squatted was like with a 20 pound dumbbell. And yeah, it, but did I, you view yourself <laughs> as strong? Did you think you were a strong person, even though the weights may not have dictated like that you were strong or, or but did, were you like, oh, I'm strong. I can do this. Yes and no. Yeah. I think I was still kind of insecure. Yeah, so. I'm sure everybody kind of has that, I think, to begin with, especially if you're coming from a commercial gym over to, like, my gym. Yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> I, I think when I first saw you, like, I knew you were, you were strong. You could tell. Certain people you can just kind of tell have, like, a natural foundation mm-hmm. of strength to them. Um, again, we have plenty of people in here. And then you have people that you look at and they have this crazy dedication and hard work, you know, a great work ethic to go along with it. And then they build, you know, to that point. And you, you, I feel like we're one of those lifters where you had both, you know, especially in the beginning, you know, and then, then we'd find, you know, a meet or so that you were really interested in doing and then that work <laughs> ethic would kick in. Yeah. But, uh, but like you said, you have other things and priorities in life. So it would kind of go up and down, but, uh, <clears throat> But yeah, when you put your work ethic together with your foundation, like, again, that's why we made some pretty big jumps with you. But anyways, mm-hmm. not to cut you off, I just wanted to, you know, some of the things I saw when I remember you mm-hmm. coming into the gym and then seeing you live for the first couple of times. So yeah, anyways, go ahead. Carry on. <laughs> and carry on. And then that's when I found you. And um, I let you know that I was interested in powerlifting. And then I remember we signed up for my first meet about four weeks out. And you kind of just told me to go out and do what I do because we were so close. We didn't really have time to run a program or anything like that. Um, So we went and did the Long Beach meet. And I mean, I think I did good. One thing I did learn was that I had this idea that powerlifting, being on the platform would give you this super strength, (laughs) which it doesn't. (laughs) You get a little adrenaline and you can definitely some numbers maybe that might not have been there in training, but yeah, you're not going to go out there and all of a sudden uh, lift 20% more weight. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. And I think something I, something I tell my clients that I coach 
um, is they have these high expectations to hit all these numbers that they hit in the gym. But it's not always like that because when you're at a meet, so many things are going through your mind. You know, you're putting your body under so much stress in one day. And, you know, your nutrition, the way you slept, the way you hydrated the night before, all of that plays such a key factor into how you're going to perform. And not only that, but on top of the judges and how strictly they're judging that day, um, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah, and I totally agree. That's why a lot of the talks with my athletes now are, listen, control the variables you can control, which, you know, is a few. And then there's many variables you can't control, like the judging and the, you know, the warm up area and whatever else is going to be there, you know. But you, your job is to stay hydrated, to sleep well, yeah. to train hard, <laughs> you know, whatever. Again, those are if you focus on those, we're going to, you know, the percentages are only higher that you're going to succeed. You know, if you start slipping on the one, the things that you can control, well, obviously, then it all plays into a perfect storm, and you don't have a great meet. But um, you know what I wanted to look up? I should have looked up was what. What you did at that first meet, obviously 683, but what you did at your second, do you remember your, your second total that we put up? Um, I think it was about a 60 pound yeah, uh, increase. Yeah, we actually did a, like a training 10. Yeah. cycle for that peak. It was yeah. a 12 week peak. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What, Kay and I, I feel like we have a similar attack at powerlifting with our careers. Like, again, I feel like I have a strength built into me through years of sports and again when i saw Kay, i feel like she was strong from the get-go just had to be put on the right path but it's not like it's not like she went and did her first competition and then all of a sudden put 200 pounds on her total you know it's take it took like i said probably three or four years for you to get up into the you know the what i would say your and i I feel like you never even peaked like Mm -hmm. you know yeah you cracked a thousand i feel like 1100 could easily be there with you if wanted to and we'll get into the other stuff you're doing but i mean yeah so anyway it's kind of like with me like i said it's there's a lot of other priorities in life you know that happen but uh but yeah i i feel like you've really worked hard to get to the numbers that you got in uh in your career so anyways i mean all right so now you're training, you're doing, you know, powerlifting. What did you learn throughout four years of powerlifting <laughs> as far as uh, training and, you know, meets? <laughs> you're going to say I told you so, but always do your accessories. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just come in and do the top sets and leave. Adam, no, I'm just sorry. There's a lot of people that do it. But, uh, yeah, definitely, you know, follow the program. If you're going to hire a coach to do a program for you, don't do two things that leave, you know? <laughs> yeah. However, I talk with people then too, who we have people here who work, you know, extremely strenuous jobs. And so they'll come to me and be like, I'm totally fatigued. What should I do? Well, I'll pick one or two things and then go get sleep. Because again, out of the things that you can control, your training, your eating, your sleeping and your stress, hopefully, even though stress is, you know, sometimes you can't control it mm-hmm. to a hundred percent. But again, those are the four pillars you know to me and those are the things that if you want to have a good meet or good training you gotta you gotta be able to have those under control at some point so sometimes it is drawing back you know or doing a couple things and leaving or again if you're working through an injury which you've had a couple of those so maybe maybe tell me about that because you've went through powerlifting you've hit some pretty good numbers Mm -hmm. uh you didn't come out come out unscathed you know we've had to work through injuries so what uh what's some of the things you've dealt with 
Um, I think my biggest uh, injury slash thing that held me back was um, at the Anaheim Fit Expo when I totaled my highest. I was having a lot of knee pain, and that was just from lack of mobility, not really taking care of myself like I should have after, you know, putting your body through so much stress, uh, you know, for 12 weeks, peaking that whole time and just not doing the mobility like I should have. Yeah. My body was beat and done and i remember when we did our third squat i was so mad at because we were 17 pounds away from breaking a world record and that was all that i cared about that day and i think i cried at one point <laughs> and i mean that's all i can really say is make sure you take care of your body sure so that's good i mean these are the things like i said i want other people to hear so they're not just hearing it from me because yes um you take care of your body and I don't know necessarily again with the knee that there was a ton of stuff that you can do, you know, to try and prepare for that. Sometimes that just happens and then it's kind of trying to put out the fire afterwards. So, uh, but it, with, with that, it's working around it like knee injuries and stuff. It's working around and what can we do to continue to try and progress? So, I mean, the fact that you did that meet and actually did pretty well was yeah. good. You know, I mean, you went, I think you trained about si at least six weeks of that training cycle with your knee bothering you. Yeah. You know, so. Definitely. Um, one thing we know, we never did wraps with you, huh? No. All wrong. Never. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe down the future that might have to be uh, something that, that uh, we do is try and. Uh, Put some wraps on there that might help with your knee. A lot of people, you know, definitely would probably agree with me on that. <laughs> All the wrap people. Yeah. But anyway, so now, I mean, you've done you've done great in powerlifting. Again, you've put up some good numbers. Um, what are you what are you doing now? Because obviously, if people go to your page, they're gonna be like, "What? This girl ain't no powerlifter." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so right now, after the Fit Expo, I kind of just. Which got, the last one you do was San Diego Fit Expo? What back in October? October. Mm -hmm. So we're over a year. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. About six months. Six months. Oh, that was last, last, October. last October. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I thought it was October before. Anyways, all right. So six months. You've yeah. Been, um, after that been, meet, I just decided that I wanted to take a break from powerlifting and lose weight and just get my confidence back and um, I wanted to try doing bodybuilding and to see if I have what it takes to get on that stage. So um, I found a coach who actually is at my other gym, Metroflex, and he has been helping me through this um, prep, which I wanted to do a show in June, but I've ha been having thyroid issues. So I backed off. I kind of went into a little depression, but now I'm back. And hopefully get on stage by August is the goal. Cool. So you have everything figured out there, you think? or um, As far like as... as far as your th thyroid, like, did you... Were you able, okay, good. Well, that's good. Because, I mean, that's a big thing for if you're trying to do bodybuilding or... I mean, because what, what were you hoping to go up on stage for? Was it physique or... Figure. Figure. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, you have to have that in check or at least know what's going on to be able to continue to progress mm -hmm. you know so that's good I, I feel like every sport is going to teach you something about yourself you know powerlifting will teach you how to you know be confident with mass amounts of weight you know kind of believe in yourself like 
bodybuilding is going to bring out an incredible work ethic. But again, there's going to be little things like, again, oh, shoot, I need to get this checked or why am I, why is this not happening? Well, you know, this is the reason why. So that's good. And all that is just going to help us better down the line with just health for ourselves, you know? So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Leah, is that the boss ass bitch? <laughs> wow. The old, the old nicknames coming through. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that's good. So any new goals with that? Like as far as a timeline or um, are you just kind of taking it as it goes. And then once you get to a point, you're going to set a, well, I really date? want to get on by the end of summer. So okay. there's a few shows that I've looked at, but I think August would probably be realistically the best one because the last time I got um, my DEXA scan, I was sitting about 28% body fat. Mm. So I would need to get pretty low. Yeah. Well, what do you want to get to? I mean, what is your coach recommend? Um, probably we'd be sitting like around 14% and then do um, a water cut. Just trying. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Dry out. Yeah, before. definitely. I would say it's a little different, the cuts for, you know, mm -hmm. figure versus powerlifting. You're not trying to recomp it all the next day. Yeah, like, yeah. You're going to have to stay dry, and it's a long day of staying dry. I mean, Arkady's done the bikini, so I've mm -hmm. been through that with her. Um, but, yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, honestly, you know, people who don't know or don't see us, yeah, I mean, Kay's come a long way. She looks amazing her work ethic has been great i follow her obviously the reason why i wanted her on here was just because she's kind of becoming that two-sport athlete you know and in here we probably don't have many you know we're all powerlifting strongman highland games jujitsu stuff like that so um it's cool to have somebody from that part now come over and or who's been through powerlifting which I'm sure built a great base for what you're going to see on stage someday, you know, because now you're going into all these isolation type movements. Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, you already had big old quads and everything. So it's only going to make you stand out on stage when that happens. So that's cool. Well, I'll be rooting for you. I'm going to go get a big old K head. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, or I'm going to get a sign that says, if you pee on this stage, people really will wonder what's going on. <laughs> but, you guys, um, you guys better walk into my show with like the steam coming out the door. These big old power lifters <laughs> just walking through. We're just gonna pick up people and you sitting in those seats. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, "Who are these people?" Yeah, right. It's all right. I'm Tell them we're worth Metroflex. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all big family. <laughs> um. So I did have some a couple people send in some questions. Um, probably the best one was, uh, you know, how do you juggle everything? Because obviously you're a mom, you have kids, you work full time, mm -hmm. you train a lot, especially, you know, I mean, this isn't even going to bodybuilding. It's not like that changes your training, you yeah. know, right? I mean, is mm -hmm. the training pretty much this similar, you know, four or five days a week, I would think? Yeah, I train about five to six days a week. Are you including um, like your cardio and stuff or is or like your cardio set, uh, session separate then? So um, the way that my coach has me doing it is I do fasted cardios in the morning. Um, right now I'm at a 20, 25 minute session. And then um, usually I go home and I eat my first meal and I get my food ready for work. I go to work and then after work I go to the gym and I lift so whatever yeah. body part we're doing, and then I'll finish it up with cardio after. So are you doing fast cardio every day right now? Yes. Or morning? Wow. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So, okay. So 
split sessions and all week. Okay, so tell us. I mean, people want to know how you do it because I'm sure there's people out there that, you know, can't juggle or have have trouble juggling the gym and just a regular job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I mean, since I've known you, you've actually not only done those three things, but I think at one point you were in school too. Yeah. Yeah, so... Again, I, I'm sure everything's changed, but yeah, I mean, let us let them know <laughs> how does it work. Maybe it doesn't work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it's it's definitely hard. Um, but like I said, I'm I'm lucky that my kids are older, so they're in school most of the day, and then uh, my mom actually helps me a lot. She'll pick them up from school and stay home with them until I get home from work, which I work like a eleven to seven shift, so. I as soon as I get off work, I run over to the gym and I just take an hour or an hour and a half. I do my thing and and then I go home to my kids. And I'm really lucky that my mom she supports me and she knows that the gym is a priority for me. Yep. So I mean, no matter what, you have to have that support system. No matter what you do, mm-hmm. power the bodybuilding. Um, that's I mean that's cool. Yeah, but yeah. I also have um, so right now I have my Metroflex membership. Um, just because, um, as you know, whatever sport you do, you should always put yourself in people who share the same goal as you, right? Like when I was powerlifting, I was always here. This was my home gym. Yeah. I mean, we always say, if you're the best in the room, it's time (laughs) to find a different room, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Can be a big fish in the pond always. (laughs) So being over there, I think just motivates me and pushes me to like, you know, be on stage to get towards my goal, seeing everyone else get ready for shows and stuff like that. It definitely motivates me a lot. Um, but so I have that membership and then I also keep my 24 for days that I don't have anyone to watch my kids. Mm. I have to take them to the gym with me. So that's just, well, and that's good. 24 has the, the I child mean, your care. kids even go in there. Yeah, they have to. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I like, tell them, Hey, you better get in there. Older, right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, actually... I mean, what do they do? Go in there and beat up all the little kids? <laughs> no. <laughs> a little bit. They're kind of their own gang. <laughs> say. Yeah. Oh, great. Here comes that Martinez gang. You Probably. Like, you should get them, like, little motorcycle cuts. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. You know, Martinez on the back. Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of crazy, but... Um, no, my oldest... Like, if I have to leave my oldest two at home i can because they're at that age where they're responsible so that's cool that definitely makes it better um uh the other funny question (laughs) something about tinder oh no 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 it was uh it was why are you putting up thought pictures if you have a man now (laughs) oh really Uh and i'm not gonna say who wrote them in because i think it'll just be funnier if you don't know oh okay (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just um, thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend, she's um, a photographer, and um, she had this special going up where she was like, "Hey, a hundred dollars, and you get three edited shots." And I'm like, "Yo, I'm down to do that." And she's like, "You have to be comfortable with nudity." So I was like, "Okay, here we are. We're gonna venture outside my comfort zone." And your, wait, your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we went to this park in Carlsbad. This like sunset, and I'm on this freaking cliff, right? We're right off a main trail, hiking trail, <laughs> and this, and here I am, half naked with a sheet over she's me. Like, All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and she's taking these photos of me, and I remember this little family coming through the trail. <laughs> 
and they probably got within 10 feet of us and they saw like me naked half naked <laughs> and i think i'd never seen somebody run so fast in their life wow. <laughs> okay that was michaela who asked that but oh, of course <laughs> now you can uh who you work with right Oh wait, is Michaela who who works with you still? Because I know you like got jobs for a bunch of people from the gym at one point. <laughs> I don't even know. It would just be Michaela. Kay was like, "Oh, you're broke and you can't afford a gym membership. Here, come work with me. I get a bonus for." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. What what are your hours like? What do you work? Your working hours? Um, I work Sunday through Thursdays, usually like eleven to seven. Oh, so you have shift. like that middle shift. Ah, yeah, that makes it tough too. Then it kind of yeah. yeah. That kind of sucks. But um, well, I mean, again, all compliments to you because you make it work. <clears throat> You've done well in powerlifting. Looks like you're doing really well with the bodybuilder slash figure. Definitely looking forward to uh, seeing you up on the stage. I will make sure to embarrass you very well. Oh my god. <laughs> You guys better come support. I'm going to tell you you have to wear an iron monger singlet. <laughs> on the stage. On the stage. Uh, just on the little bikini yeah. part. Oh, man. Well, I mean, if you ever thought if you ever thought uh, powerlifting was expensive, oh, when you start doing these type of shows me. because, holy crap, they're like <laughs> whole monster in themselves. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What else? Anything else going on in the K world? Um, I mean, not really. I just... I hope to get on stage by the end of summer. That's the goal. And is there then, any is there any thought to coming back to powerlifting? Yes. Yeah, or so, are you gonna see kind of what happens first with figure? I definitely want to come back to powerlifting. Um, I mean it would be really cool to do that show in October at a lower body weight just to see where my strength is. Mm-hmm. Um, with right now with my training, I definitely do all my three main lifts still. Yeah. Just as well you, know, you should. <laughs> people go watch bodybuilding you know the top bodybuilders out there and i guarantee you they're doing squat bench and deadlift <laughs> yeah definitely i mean i don't see a lot of people squat benching and deadlifting at my gym but <laughs> well again i'm saying the top bodybuilders who you know have been around like people like ronnie and Arnold. uh you know branch warren i don't know I, I'm even like susan somebody like susan mm-hmm. who competes in both they're the basic fundamentals kind of, you know, I mean, of strength and building. Yeah. So you're never going to go wrong if you're good at those three things. Obviously, after that, you add in all the isolation stuff and boom, you know, now you start shaping your body. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what bodybuilders do. They shape their body to what they need it to look like. So, you know, I'm sure you're going to do all that and learn all that, too, <laughs> as I'm sure you are. <laughs> Let's hope. Yes. So I would... I would hope to one day be able to get on the Arnold stage. I mean, that would be really, really cool. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. So we'll see. Do you know what it takes? A lot of fucking dedication. Well, yeah, I'm saying, but do you know what it takes to qualify? Oh. <laughs> Anything where you're going to be on a big stage doesn't take some serious dedication. Yeah. Um, I think you would have to go through, um, you would have to place at a pro show. Yeah. So I think you have to qualify, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I think you have to qualify and then you have to. Yeah, place. I think it's top two at one of the pro shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think they have specific Arnold qualifiers or Olympia qualifiers. Are they the same? Certain shows. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like I said, I remember when Arkady was doing her bikini, like there were ones specifically for the Olympia. And then I believe there were one, I I don't know, maybe not. Maybe I have it totally wrong. But again, that's why I'm a power lifter. So who knows? (laughs) I'll keep up with all that stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's definitely a whole new world. And I think it's just, it's made me see training and dieting a lot differently. Um, you feel that's the biggest difference? What do you think is the biggest difference between powerlifting and bodybuilding? Definitely your diet. <laughs> 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 I don't know how many times I asked you, how do I lose weight? And you would tell me, Kate, your fucking diet. And I'd be like, no, no, but how? Really, no, how? <laughs> no, tell me what the pill is, please. Yeah. Where's the magic pill? Yeah, right. There is no magic pill. It's. Do you know how many calories you're eating, like, now? About. I imagine you have to be tracking stuff probably pretty heavily. Yeah. Um, my coach, that's why I hired him. Yeah, <laughs> he breaks. Good. He does all my macros for me. So he basically t um, has a very tight meal plan for me. Um, I weigh all my food. Mm -hmm. So I get about 130 grams of protein per meal, just depending. Mm -hmm. And um, for me personally, um, I'm very carb sensitive. So what we found best to work for me um, is I do my carbs before and after I work out. Okay. So your nutrient timing with the carbs mm -hmm. and then keeping your protein balanced throughout the day. Yeah. And then you have a certain amount of fat. I'm sure you can eat keep yeah. that pretty balanced throughout the day then too. Yeah. So okay. my fats are like avocados and um, yeah, macadamia and oil. Yeah. <laughs> good fats. Yeah. The same stuff you should do in powerlifting, by the way. <laughs> you can weigh your foods or not. You know, you probably just eat more of them. But yeah. the best is I was talking with Leia the other day and, you know, we had a body fat truck came out, oh, yeah. you know, the hydrostatic one. And uh, she got all in and then, you know, I laid it out for her on what to eat the next day or two after I saw that. Sorry after that. She's like, it's so much food. Yes. When you eat clean, you actually can eat a lot of food. Like it's yeah. going to actually help your met metabolism because your body is going to work more to, <laughs> you know, help you use that food. So anyways, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean. Tracking your meals when you're a power lifter is how many tacos are you going to eat? Exactly. Know? How many donuts <laughs> how do I need to eat to get this have last before bowl? deadlift? Yeah. <laughs> but in real world, it actually should be closer to bodybuilding. Yeah. Or people should just take that step of making sure. I mean, I, I, weigh, out, I weigh out my foods. I just started getting back into all that again because it's been a while since I actually weighed anything out. And, you know, you get to know it after a while. You don't mm -hmm. really need the scale. You kind of like, okay, that looks good. You know, I mean, for you, you're going to need the scale because it'll get pretty fine tuned, especially as you're moving the, the, the peak part of your, you know, uh, competition. But, uh, you know, for me, it can be a little roundabout, but the main thing is that I'm getting more calories, you know, I'm trying to go up in weight. So it's, it's a good thing. Power lifters just <laughs> don't, yeah. don't shy away from actually, you know, tracking and what you're doing because um it's fun to go eat all the tacos and donuts like we were saying but in the end we're here to put on muscle muscle is you know mm -hmm. what we're trying to do so uh you know i'm glad you're <laughs> i'm glad you're doing it or finally taking somebody else's advice <laughs> about it i mean yeah i think i just had this perception that you know you take any steroid you want, you can lose 50 pounds magically overnight. Don't work like that, huh? <laughs> it does not work, <laughs> like, like, that work like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, it's funny, uh, some of the people that I follow, I was reading a post yesterday. Uh, in fact, if you guys don't know him, Dante Trudell, he's amazing. Um, go follow him on Instagram. I think it's Dante underscore Trudell, but he was talking about like, 
you know, people giving advice who are on stuff mm-hmm. versus people, you know, giving advice to, you know, people who aren't on stuff. Yep. You know, and it's just like, it's kind of a joke because it's misleading. Yeah, it totally is. And, you know, that's kind of what it's become now. I feel yeah. with a lot of stuff out there. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I applaud you for, again, everything you've done over uh, your years in powerlifting, you know, and it, I mean, I'm glad you're seeing now. And yeah. I think if you do come back to the powerlifting platform, you're going to take off even more if you can take what you learned in bodybuilding and bring it over. Like, again, look at people like Dan Green. Dan, Dan Green's jacked. There's plenty of jacked people in, in powerlifting, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like it's going more towards that way. Certain you know, physiques are always going to kind of push more weight, you know, which yeah. is good, but you don't have to be this massive, you know, fat power lifter to put up the biggest totals. That's for sure. And again, if you're at a lower body weight, you lean out and you're you, at that point, you continue to track, you're just going to put on lean muscle, you mm-hmm. know, which will be great. And in turn, hopefully will help. Uh, you know, your tendons and everything last a little longer yeah. <laughs> because I mean, that's the stress under powerlifting is, you know, we get bigger, it's more stress on our tendons and joints and you only have so much of those, you know, for so long, so many max lifts, I say, you know, you mm-hmm. only have so many max lifts in you. and I really, again, I think there should be a good crossover in that diet section from powerlifting to bodybuilding. And it seems like it's getting more and more that way. And again, that's why I try and do things like having the truck come out so we can measure stuff. They always say what you measure in track gets, you know, improved, which is pretty true, I think, you know, if you're really into it. But yeah, I don't know. So August, right? August is when we're going to see you on the stage. Yeah. No matter what. (laughs) Just go up there in a pair of board shorts and like a cut off tee. Yeah, <laughs> just show it just off. Flex, flex, like, flex, this is my power belly. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, you probably have most people beat with those two, you know, quads and arms right there, you know. Yeah, yeah. back too. So a lot of people will always be like, "Your bodybuilders will be like, your your legs are so lean. How are they so lean?" I'm like, I do not know. Well, genetics. I mean, you're always going to go up against genetics, you mm-hmm. know, and it's unfair because what you have that's great somebody else may have or not have that and they may have something that whatever their genetics that are you know work great for them and again there's plenty of people that are the same height same weight as me and genetics throws it all off you know yeah. as far as strength but um are you working on posing yet yeah i've been doing some posing um i okay so i think a lot of bodybuilders or people who do a bodybuilding show they don't realize how much detail goes into doing a show they think okay let me just get lean and get on stage but Wait, you especially mean all the people flexing in LA fitness and <laughs> yeah that in the mirrors that uh the, all the, the gym the bros gyms, that's not pose that's not the posing we're talking about no um <laughs> especially for females um you know the color bikini you're wearing the way that you do your makeup the way oh, you yeah. do your hair your whole presentation on yeah. top of your posing Oh, like I said, you're going to have to take out a loan to do a yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, sorry. Taking sugar sorry, daddy applications. Kids, you're going to have to do uh, you're going to have to work for <laughs> Yeah, put the them next on. three weeks to afford mom's uh, makeup and hair. We can do a little car wash <laughs> yeah, outside. outside. A little lemonade stand with yeah. a car wash. 
<laughs> or you can hold a sign. We'll pose for, for, for we'll pose for makeup. We can, we can just do a GoFundMe account. You know, ah, I'm just God, kidding. GoFundMe. I swear, it's like every every person that either has some issue or problem or doesn't want to work for something. It's like, oh, let me just put up a GoFundMe. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> it's it was made for people you know who've had these horrific accidents. No, or- it should be made for like companies looking for like I don't know to me like an upstart company that has an idea that maybe wants to get funding behind it. That's what I would. What about a kid want. who has cancer? Again, where's the insurance at? What if they're like poor? I mean, I have to work to have insurance. (laughs) I have to pay insurance. Like, it's not a. If they're poor, they should be covered under the state, right? True, true. I think so. Pretty sure. So, Obamacare? Well, yeah. I mean, and and again, that takes effort probably to get out there and actually file it and do it, whatever. But I mean, again, you have to do it. I remember using it uh, when I first started the gym because. Definitely didn't make any money then. Yeah, <laughs> I was you know letting these uh, letting these girls come into my gym and train <laughs> for free or whatever or for minimal cost back then because uh, you know I just felt bad for them that they're oh, they, could, they couldn't oh. sell me stretching. No, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yes, <laughs> no, I that's my views on GoFundMe. No GoFundMe's. Okay, just no reach GoFundMe's. Out to people. That you know, like I'm much, I'm, I'm sure you could find sponsors that would help out. That would be better, anyways, you know. And uh, you could be like, here's a promo code for a t shirt. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of sponsorships. I would just save uh, my money and do it, it just, the hard way. Yeah, yeah. But again, if there's somebody willing, willing to pay for something, you know, mm-hmm. and it requires you to do, you know, a little effort, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, again, I, not against sponsorships and against the you fake know, the, people. No, or just the people that feel like they deserve them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and so they're out there promoting themselves to get sponsorships. I don't see you doing that, you know? Again, yeah. most people get sponsorships because they've kind of earned it already, or at least good sponsorships, you know? Mm-hmm. Like anybody can go get free t shirts if you want. <laughs> like yeah. There's plenty of companies out there that'll give you free t shirts if you're going to Yeah, sure. There you go. <laughs> Reach out to them. See if they'll pay for your makeup and bikini. Yeah. You'll have a big old, like, dreaming elegance, like, bikini. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know how it would be designed. Pretty yeah. funny. I'm sure it would be annoying, though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, uh, anyways. Yeah, no, I feel like if you've done the work, the sponsorships will come. No matter what sport you're in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like scholarship in... When you're younger for college, let's just say, if you do the work, you put in the work and you're good through high school, which means you're putting in the work on the field or whatever sport you play, colleges are going to see you. Yes, it takes some effort to maybe put yourself out there, but in today's day and age, it's like they have all these film things and all kinds of crap. And it's like, it's easy. It's almost, you know, it's way easier than when I did it a long time ago. So in any sport, powerlifting, bodybuilding, if you're doing the work and you're, you know, yeah, you may have to do the first couple by yourself, let's mm-hmm. say shows, but if you're placing good, people will start reaching out to you. They want people to represent them that are hardworking, good work ethic, stuff like that, you know, good attitude, you know, positive on the social medias and stuff like that. So social media, <laughs> social media. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> Anything else? Um, you miss banging the heavy weights. 
sometimes, yeah. I definitely do. I I've kind of lost some strength. Well, I'm sure. And I mean, I'm sure it takes a lot just to go lift because you have to kind of drop the ego a little bit. You a know, lot. You, you can't you can't go in there expecting to pull 400 pound deadlifts when that's not the goal. You know, and you've lost. Yeah. I don't even know how much weight you've lost, but definitely a good amount from your competing powerlifting mm-hmm. competition weight. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, leverages change. That's okay. You're not lifting for strength. You know, you are lifting to keep an, or put muscle on your body, you know, and lean out, obviously. Yeah. Most body, like to say, bodybuilders on stage are at their weakest. Powerlifters on platform are at their absolute strongest. Totally two different ends of the spectrum. So, you know, one is obviously very looks wise and the other one is power strength wise. So you can't, you can't put those together. You can't really compare them, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just keep keep doing what you're doing, but obviously, you know, I'm sure I would miss it. <laughs> I would miss <laughs> one that, that lives heavy every once in a while, you know, or yeah. uh, bench. Sometimes <laughs> I'll put the heavy weight on just to see and, you know, well, be ashamed a good. lot of times. Well, no, that's good, but, I'm, but uh, what I'm saying is you can't be disappointed. If yeah. you were maxing out at, again, a 400-pound deadlift, let's just say, and 315 is tough, it's okay. But you still throw the heavy weight on. I'm not saying you don't put the heavy weight on. Mm-hmm. You just have to know that it's going to go down. You have to be smart about that. You know? Yeah. And if you're going to go from powerlifting into bodybuilding, anybody, you have to know if you're going to lean out, you're going to lose some of that mass that helps move that weight. Okay. So I touching on that, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are under this perception that you can lose weight and gain strength. And I used to be under that perception yeah. too, which it's not true. It's not true. You may be able to lose a little weight and improve your leverage on one lift, but the other two will probably suffer. I was just talking about this yesterday, actually, where you, let's just say you drop a little weight. Maybe your deadlift improves because your leverage improves, meaning your mobility hasn't gotten yeah. a little bit better. But guarantee your bench and your squat are not going to go up or be the same. You may even suffer mm-hmm. a little bit. So you put weight on, and all of a sudden, you know, maybe now your, your bench and your squat go up and your deadlift, you know, goes down or requires changes to just stay relatively the same. I mean, it happened to me when I um, did the open a couple of years back. I put on a lot of weight real fast, you know, like 22 pounds or something. Mm-hmm. Again, squat and bench felt good, but I couldn't get in a good position to pull my deadlift, you know. And I didn't – again, you don't have enough time with the weight to make the adjustments because I think I was doing like a seven-week, you know, training peak into that. So <clears throat> as you're rapidly putting on weight, so again, fast weight. You know, it's never going to work. Yeah. Just like decreasing. The best thing I can say is do, if you do it over time, there's that's going to be your best chance of keeping, you know, a good amount of muscle, but also a decent amount of strength. Mm-hmm. Again, leverages will still play in. Yeah. Know, I think so. that's like what happened when I dropped from 198 to 181. Yeah. The first meet I did at 181, I lost 40 pounds off my total. You barely told them no, right you, under a hundred. Oh, your first one, yeah. Because you tell your last total was a thousand thirty six at yeah. one eighty one, which is 
which just goes to show that you can then train back up, you know, mm-hmm. because again, a thousand forty one was your best at one ninety eight, right? Yeah. And then it was one or nine ninety eight at one eighty one was my first. And that was meet. what the Fit Expo, the LA Fit yeah. Expo. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then we came back to San Diego Fit Expo, and again, you put up a thousand thirty six, which actually gave you your best Wilk score, yeah, even over the thousand forty one. So again that proves that yes you can drop weight and then still and then from that point build up strength you know Mm -hmm. so and you did that that's what i'm saying you have a lot of experience you know going up and down and strength starting from the beginning to putting up good numbers you know to dropping weight classes all kinds of stuff that's it's all good and adding bodybuilding like you're going to be very well rounded when this Whatever your path is that you do in the weightlifting, you know, area or fitness world or whatever you want to call it, uh, I think you'll come out of it, you know, again, with a lot of knowledge, which is good if you pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) Don't question so many people. (laughs) I question a lot of people. Well, yeah, that's good. You should. I mean, you want to question things to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll go and just do my own research online. Mm -hmm. Like what makes your bench stronger? What makes your deadlift stronger? As as well. Everybody should. (laughs) I mean, don't, that's why again, I tell people you're, when you come to this gym, you're not, you're not paying for the equipment and Mm -hmm. the music and stuff. It's for the knowledge that's in there. Like I'm not the end all be all plenty of people stronger in this gym than me, you know, Mm -hmm. ask them, talk with them, you know, cause this is the gym where people are going to share advice and knowledge with you over, you know, a 24 in LA, let's just say, you know, where mm-hmm. most people are kind of doing their own thing or they don't have any clue. They're just kind of doing what the person next to them is doing. You know? Yeah. And that's where I think you're smart. You hired a coach. Good. You probably learned that from power, powerlifting. I'm sure. Yeah. Hire a coach. <laughs> you're going to go a little bit further faster. Mm-hmm. You can do stuff on your own. I mean, Arkady started out in bikini. She did everything on her own. She learned posing. She did her diet, all that. And then I started helping her out with it. And then, you know, and then she started learning more about the posing and stuff. And we worked on that together and everything. And again, her placings went up and that was good. But <clears throat> you, you take away stuff from whatever you do in life. Obviously, like I said, learning that, hey, a coach is probably going to help me get, if I'm serious about it, a coach is going to help me get there a little bit faster. So mm-hmm. again, not that you can't do it on your own. If you hire a good coach. Sure. But how do you, you know, how do you know what's good coaches? You got to ask around or look at their resume. Definitely looking at their resume, seeing what kind of coach they are. Um, I, well, we've been training together for about four years. So, well, this year will be five years in October. Yeah. But um, I definitely think we've built a good, really good friendship. Um, Yeah, we kind of took a took a chance on each other too because I wasn't, you know, I hadn't coached a lot of people. Mm -hmm. When you came in, again, you were one of the first people in the original, you know, small space gym that we had. So <laughs> the size of your office yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, basically the size of my office is that's that's exactly right. So anyways, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. But yeah. And I commend you because you know, from seeing from where you started to where you are now with all these amazing athletes, it takes a lot. And I know from being a coach now, just <laughs> the kind of strength that you deal with, I deal with. And I just my heart goes out to you because I'm like Man, it's nervous, like nerve wracking when you're, you know, you have an athlete who's trained for so many weeks and they're depending on you and you're trying to make calls from them. It's it's a, not an easy job. Oh, yeah. No, no, that is definitely a tough part. <laughs> um, I don't train a whole lot of people or program. I should say I don't really do one on one training anymore, but um, I program for a lot of people. But 
most of them, about 95% of them are in the gym. And the reason why I do that is because I feel like the success rate is higher. Could I make more money doing, you know, offering it to outside? Sure. But I'd rather have a higher success rate. So being able to see them in the gym or walk outside and if somebody's about to do their top set, either help them or spot them or just watch and give them critique, that's a lot better. As far as the gym, it's a give and take. You got to, you know, you got to know where to sacrifice and know where to, you know, give in a little bit um, or push. And that's what it's been like over the last five plus years, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's paid off. I mean, I st- I'm still here majority of the, <laughs> the week and uh, having people that obviously support you like Arcades understood that for a long time now. So you got to have those type of people in your life. Like you're saying your mom helps a lot. That's awesome. And she believes in what you do even better. Mm-hmm. You know, Arcades like that to me. She obviously believes in this and what we're doing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, I mean, it's cool. Like I said, paths may not be, or we may not be on the same path right now, but we definitely support each other. And again, I look, I actually look forward to see you on the stage because I know it's something that you've always kind of wanted. To yeah, do, we've always know? talked about it. Yeah. After every meet, I'm going to cut. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then I never. And do. I would just say, don't cut. Just go f- use that as your priority. You know, mm-hmm. for anybody that's out there who is debating on powerlifting or cutting weight, you know, dropping body fat, let's say, or body recomping, like, or moving into bodybuilding, whatever, <laughs> just pick your priority and attack it yep. until you get to where you want to get with it, you know, which maybe never, maybe you go over to the bodybuilding side and, okay, this is it. Like, I'm happy I'm doing this for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know, and keep progressing and keep trying to do it, you know, and that's great. Um, <clears throat> or maybe you come back to powerlifting, hey, I want to be strong, whatever, but don't try and do both. both. It's really hard. There are definitely athletes out there who, who do that. You know, I mean, and, but have help. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, for sure. But I mean, like, it, it's it's a very small small percentage of people mm-hmm. that do that. You know, be one or the other, and that way it'll be you know something that you can see success in. In my opinion, you know, yeah. If you're kind of walking the middle. You're never really going to be good at either one. You you might do all right. You know, you might mm-hmm. be able to recomp a little bit, maybe I guess, on your body. You know, if that's what you're doing or something. But you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna get to probably where you want. And that's how I feel like we always kind of did. Like you were like, oh, yeah. I want to go down a weight class, and that was fine. Like it's yeah. easy to go down a weight class. I think if you kind of put your mind to it for a little while. Mm-hmm. But again, to go from whatever body fat you said down to 14 that's takes some time and some serious dedication you know it's not a weight yeah. class that you're dropping you know which is a lot of a water cut yeah. so you know um anyways. it's definitely a whole different um mentality kind of for powerlifting i had this mentality of where i have to eat to be strong to make my lifts so that we can get this total at this meet and so i kind of just would eat whatever and I would always think carbs make you strong. Carbs make you strong. Yeah, well, they do. They do. <laughs> and, but with that came weight gain and just, no. Yeah. If you don't, again, if you don't have a, a ceiling, then yes, you're eating your weights that they go up. I mean, you know, yeah. again, this is where we go back to taking some time to measure out things or just meal prep. Let's just mm-hmm. say, let's just use that, that you're going to have a better chance of, getting what you need into your body and staying 
Yeah, or not having this unlimited ceiling, you know, like, okay, mm-hmm. this is my numbers that I need. I know I or I know I need to hit to continue to progress, whether it's building muscle or strength or losing body fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it, you know, anything above and beyond that. Okay, now I'm chancing putting on more weight, you know, or anything below that. I'm, you know, going to lose muscle or strength or whatever. So, mm-hmm. again, whatever you do, figure it out, write it down plan it out for a couple of weeks, you know, and after that, it just becomes kind of, you know, your thing it becomes a, uh, you know, part of your a daily lifestyle. routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think that's good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I think, I think that's a lot, a lot of good diet talk in this one, which, yeah, is, we did. which is good. <laughs> Not so much the nerd talk with uh, me and that me and uh Hoagie did. We did a lot of nerd talk movies. Uh, are, are you nerd? No. Are you going to go see the Avengers? Mm, maybe. <laughs> It'll probably cost you and your family like $175 yeah. to see a Do movie. Yeah, you know how many kids I have? <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of kids. But Do they like the Avengers? Uh, They're more, we're definitely Transformers family. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. So we that's love cool. Transformers. There you go. But <laughs> um, with that being said, I feel like... Whatever your goal is, whether it be powerlifting or bodybuilding, CrossFit, whatever, just make sure that you put your heart into it because your coach can write all the programs for you. You can follow all the diets you want, but if your heart isn't in it, then you'll never succeed. I agree. I think that's a that's a perfect way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> end our episode there. Stay on track. Put your heart into it. You're going to do well. Um, Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I, again, first first girl on the <laughs> on Monger Mayhem, first girl in the gym, powerlifter in the gym. So it only seemed like it made sense to do that. <laughs> I appreciate you. <clears throat> All right, good luck with uh, good luck with the bodybuilding. I look forward to seeing the show. Go follow her. I don't know what your Instagram name is, like KK something Martinez. Okay. <laughs> two k's and martinez so two k's martinez well k-k-a-y martinez right yeah all right there you go go follow her um follow her journey because it'll be cool to see hopefully we'll see her back on the powerlifting platform otherwise we're just gonna have to make fun of you (laughs) all right (laughs) see you see you guys later Uh, i'll try and do it next week two in a row wow this is pretty good (laughs) 